What's up, everybody? Thank you for checking out the Glass Clown Podcast. Uh, I am your host, Patrick Christopher. Thank you very much for listening. I do appreciate it. Uh, again, just a reminder, like, subscribe on whichever platform you use to listen or to watch the podcast. Uh, that would help out uh, very much, you know? Uh, you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at your homie Pat. Uh, any questions, comments? Anything like that, you can send to yourhomerepat at gmail.com. If you follow or subscribe to the YouTube page, you'll see that I posted an eight-minute clip of the the showcase that I did. I did an eight-minute guest spot on the Revolver Comedy uh, Showcase. Um, it, It just came out good. The sound quality was good. I recorded that on my watch. Uh, you know, the Active 2 Galaxy Watch, whatever that is. And the crowd was on fire. Man, uh, I was doing pretty good. I felt pretty good about that. But just because, like, the the sound quality just came out so well, I was like, man, I gotta, I wanna post this. And plus, you know, I'm a narcissist and need validation. And, yeah. So you can find that on the YouTube page, I uh, posted that a couple of days ago on the Babacoa Core YouTube page. Uh, all the information you can find at babacoacore.com. And, yeah, any show dates or any show information will will be on my Instagram or Twitter, uh, at your homie Pat. Uh, today, my guest uh, is my homie Justin Byers. Uh, great conversation. Uh, I always like talking to this guy. Funny kid, he's a funny kid. He's funny now, so just imagine what he's gonna be like in a few years. You know, he's gonna be a killer for sure. Uh, looking forward to seeing that. Um, but yeah, great conversation. Hopefully, you enjoy this again. Thank you, thank you for supporting the Glass Clown Podcast on the Babaco Core Podcast Network. Like, subscribe, share, all that good stuff. Uh, but that's it for the intro. Uh, let's get into uh, into the conversation with my homie Justin Byers. Uh, yeah, you're in the process of moving. You're moving to Austin. You're going to be an Austin comic soon. How are you feeling with that? It doesn't necessarily feel good right now. Yeah, because in a weird way, I feel like I'm just I just caught my rhythm as like, oh, I'm respected in the city and not so much even respected. It's just like people know me. Yeah. Right. Like where I think me and you are kind of in a similar boat um, yeah. as like like comedic level where it's like when people are like, OK, who's a, a solid comedian mm-hmm. that maybe not necessarily you're like, oh, man, showstopper. But you're definitely not a weak spot in mm-hmm. any in any lineup. Mm-hmm. Um, where in Austin, 
right is competitive yeah yeah there's no secret like joe all these big names are kind of coming up there and a flood of people are going including me and you're sitting there and people think that you came for like an ambition and yeah. a goal. And I'm like, dude, my girl moved here. I'm just here doing comedy. I'm trying to get my reps and I'm trying to get like, okay spots. So you were ready to move to Austin. You didn't move to Austin because you were like, okay, comedy, here I come. Austin comedy scene, here I fucking come. It was, it was an incentive. Like when we were like, yeah. okay. And she's like, well, I got this offer in Austin. I was like, well, Austin is one of the few cities in Texas that I say isn't like a step down because we're looking at like El Paso's we're looking at mm. like uh, Laredo's Corpus's mm-hmm. and it's like you know you get a gut you're like oh man I want to do comedy this is something that I care about yeah like I don't want to take a back step and even if it's like a big fish in a little pond like, yeah right I like the challenge but now that I'm there it's like you know it's a it's a big it's a big step and it's like daunting yeah but you, you hear about like comics like like that start out in New York or start out in LA. Like you already have like a running start type of thing. You yeah. for three years. Yeah. Three years and now you move to Austin and it's gonna be intense, it's gonna feel intense and stuff, but you have like so much road ahead of you. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I, here's the thing, I think people compare themselves to like the comics that they like and they wanna obtain that. But they don't realize, like, those comics that they like have been doing it for a long time. They started out, you know, not top dog like they are now. Yeah. yeah you yeah. know, and everybody wants to, like, be like, I want shows and I want, you know, you know, all this stuff. But you got to start slow, man. You got to crawl before you fucking yeah. get all those those big, big name shows and, and all that stuff. But... I think it's cool, man. I'm kind of, I'm a little bit jealous. I don't know if I would move to Austin, but I do know I do want to check out the Austin scene a little bit more. Well, what's nice is I got a place that uh, I have no community, so I have no friends yet. So come on over. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I f- I feel like I'm like um I feel like I'm a little who's the is it Harriet Tubman that was like bringing slaves like across the the border. That's uh, how I kind of feel yeah. like because. Uh, uh zach uh joey potter like my friends are coming in so i'm like going to mics and i'm like oh by the way can i take some buddies over uh-huh. so i feel like i'm bringing like people to like to some fun mics oh, okay um, but yeah now uh i'm still very attached to the san antonio community um that's the that's the one thing even more than like the opportunity is like i don't know anybody yet yeah and that like uh that social aspect i think is more intimidating than you know, being a feature. How long did it take you to get comfortable with San Antonio comics, San Antonio scene? If I'm being honest, about a year. Yeah, yeah. No, for for me too, man. I didn't talk to anybody. Yeah. For the first six months, a year. So it's gonna be like that, man. Yeah. A lot of people aren't like that. Some people just could just jump in and be in people's faces and stuff. I'm the dude that you know. You ever have like four people in a circle, and then you kind of come in. Uh, and like eventually you can like kind of like say something in there. I'm the guy. It takes me a year to be like, yo, <laughs> what's good? Yeah. So that's that's tough, man. I mean, that's a, that's just a personality trait. But I respect it, dude. I mean, like it's it's not easy to be that person and then also want to be in the network circles, in in like you know in the loop, you know, in the cool at the cool kids table. Yeah. But, you know, if it's not who you are, don't fake it because. 
Because you can smell that, right? Yeah, it's not gonna be. It's, you got to be true to yourself, you know. Uh, and, and I, I, I don't like when I feel people are faking it. Yeah, you know. Yeah, it's it. Yeah, that's a that's a tough one too because it's like they're like, man, I have to like overexert myself to like get in. Yeah. So. Yeah, just the the social aspect is hard. Like people gift. I think people who are like naturally like able to like glue uh, themselves to either a conversation or a person where they're like, man, they got like a sticky factor where it's like I kind of want to have another conversation with them. That's such a gift. Yeah. But also at the same time, there's a lot of those people I hate a lot. <laughs> yeah, for sure. It's just too exhausting. It's exhausting if it's not your your characteristic. If it's not who you are. Legit is exhausting to put up that act. Yeah, and to, and to be know? fair, we're I, we're probably similar. We're day to day. Like, there's days where I'm just like, mm-hmm. you know, I'll swing with anybody, mm-hmm. right? Like, um, but then like the next day, I'm there. I'm just like, oh, dude, that was Tuesday, Justin. <laughs> no, I <laughs> get got, that. You got dude. Thursday, just Thursday, Justin wants to hit mics and go home. I get that, dude. I get that. What what is, is that? Is that social anxiety? Or is that because, like, you're doing your own shit, like, you're going through your own shit separate from that, and then you got to go and do the comedy mics? You know what I mean? Yeah, to me, it's almost like, um, it's like extra work, Mm -hmm. where it's like, I have so much I'm thinking about, I'm trying to write new jokes, some new tags, trying to remember my set, I'm watching everyone else kind of go through the exact same thing, and if someone, that's that's what's nice about a post- Mike, mm-hmm. where it's like, oh, you did our like, especially if someone does good and then you also do good, mm-hmm. you can kind of go up there and you're just like, okay, see, we just had a common experience here. Yeah. Like, uh, I think a similarity trait of like a, a shared experience is like the best way to like to gravitate towards someone. Yeah. It's like, there's nothing worse than when you do good or like you do bad and someone else had the opposite experience. You're like, I don't even want you to look at me. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like I just peed the bed and you know it. Yeah. I've been doing this thing too where I'll go to a mic just to hang out. Like I won't I won't sign in, I won't sign up, I won't go up, and I go just to hang out. Because sometimes that's all I want. Yeah. There's no stress in that. I get to enjoy talking to people. I get to enjoy watching them work on stuff. Uh and then most of these mics, I mean the crowd's not into it, they don't really care. And I was like, do I really want to sign up, sign up? Wait around and go fucking eat a bag of dicks in front of all my friends. Yeah. Or do I just want to go hang out and watch them eat bags of dicks? Oh, I'm sure. <laughs> I'm know? sure that's so. You know what? That might be something I need to get into. Yeah, man. Just watch people eat dicks. <laughs> yeah, because you're just going. You're just like, it's not that bad. It's not that like they feel bad. But you're watching. And they're like, no, man. You're just you're just working shit out. Yeah. It's an unfair situation, you know. There's nobody paying attention. The bar's way too loud, and you you're going up there. And I'm sorry you're going to it, but it was good to see you. <laughs> <laughs> it was enjoyable. Yeah, and it's also not as bad as they think it is. Too. No, it's never as bad as we think it is. Yeah, it's. I mean, it feels bad because you're just like, I, I'm gonna quit comedy. Yeah. I need to stop doing this. Why am I doing this with my life? You know? But because I, I do like the hangout session. A lot of people think I'm an asshole because I won't start hanging out until after I'm done doing doing the stage, being on stage. Yeah. You know, because I'm I'm 
I'm in my head about this shit. Even if it is just a mic, if it's not a show, if it's just a mic, I'm still in my head about it, you know? I don't want to be too comfortable. I don't want to be like, oh, we're just knocking around, knocking about, you know, drinking, do whatever. I'm just like, no, let me let, let me focus. And, and I think then that we'll might be early, Pat, you're kind of like thinking about. Because last night you're having a good time. You're, you're talking, you're chatting. I'm, I literally brought you up. I'm like, hey, we're in like three comics. Yeah. So, But I didn't do that good. I, I didn't feel good about my set. But also there wasn't, I mean, the crowd was, was weird. Yeah. So was, it was definitely like, uh, it was the mic to chill out. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, so yeah. So, uh, I sent you the, the three questions. Oh, before we get into it, man, I'm sorry. Uh, plugs, Instagram, anything you got coming up, let me know how, uh, how to find you, what uh, to watch out for. So everything I got is pretty much my name uh, based Justin Byers, uh, Instagram, Justin Byers, Facebook, Twitter, uh, Justin O. Byers. And then uh, what's on the horizon is a podcast I'm doing with my buddy Lucas Wendland. Uh, It's called Loose Handles. It's a comedy sports themed podcast. And uh, right now, that's my baby. That's what I've been thinking about for like the last couple months. Yeah. And uh, we got a we got a template. We got a design. We got um, kind of a. It sounds so lame to say it like this, but like a go-to-market like strategy. Of no, like man, it doesn't, to, sound, it doesn't sound lame at all. I'm glad that you have like that you're planning out. That that's fucking great. Uh, loose handles. Break that down for me because I don't I don't really understand what that means. So it's a it's a basketball reference, right? So like okay. a tight handle means like uh you like you can't take the ball from them, and so in, uh-huh. a, in a weird like uh long jump way, right? A tight handle is like man, that's a good take, or like that's like. This guy's got his shit together. Yeah, loose handles. It's almost like it's a. It's going to be a hot take, fun podcast. So it's going to be loose. It's going to be sloppy. Yeah, but it. But like that's kind of the the premise of it, right? Yeah, is that these are uh, loud, fun, hilarious takes that uh, are kind of under the umbrella of sports. That's dope, man. Loose handles. I like that. Yeah. Uh, but good for you, man. Like, no, plan it out. You know, make it make a strategy. Make a make a format. You know, all that stuff. Like, everybody starts podcasting and just like, yeah, we're just going to record and just talk and do our stuff. And then, but why? Why is it, you know? Yeah, it is definitely. And that's what I, I was like, yeah, let's just wing it. And I have a buddy who thankfully is not like a, um, he doesn't have the, I got to push content like mm-hmm. bug mm-hmm. as much as me. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he's not in, uh, comedy. He's not, uh, he's, he's from a completely different world. Mm-hmm. And he's like, you know what? I'd rather take my time, make something quality that we can kind of run with once we have everything together. Yeah. And now that I kind of taken a step back and have kind of like got some of the eager beaver out of me, mm-hmm. I was like, dude, this makes sense. Yeah. It does. Because now we have, uh, once you get the format, then it's repeatable. Mm-hmm. Where instead of like winging it, oh, we'll figure it out as we go along. And there are just going to be that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He, you get you get the the formula beforehand, right? Mm-hmm. It's almost like imagine if like you make a uh, a soda and you're trying to make Coke and you just keep putting out. You're like, eventually this is gonna get good, but <laughs> yeah, people yeah, are gonna yeah, stop yeah. drinking it. Oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> like, I know. Dude, yeah. Why do you keep selling us fucking soap? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't trust anything you put out there. It does. It's not Coke. It doesn't yeah. taste like Coke. Yeah. Uh, so that's cool, man. Good luck with all that. Uh, when are you gonna start recording that one? The the goal is in the next month or so. Oh, okay. Uh, what cool. I can say confidently is before football season cool. um, is whenever we're going to be putting stuff out there. Nice, man. Uh, so, yeah. So, 
I sent you the three questions. Did I send you the three questions? Well, I'm excited to hear them. <laughs> but damn, man. I, I always like to give the guests like time to think about what they want. Fuck. Now I feel like shit now. No, uh, so anyway. Those- I've listened to the podcast, so they're going to jog my, my mind. Okay. Uh, three questions. You could answer them in any order. How, how, how do you feel about talking about your feelings? Are, are, you, I, are you about that life or are you, do you keep things to yourself? Yeah. For the most part, yeah. I've been, I'm pretty, uh, in my personal life, I, I wear everything in my sleeve, like, uh, yeah. to some degree, like in sales, like if I lose a sale, I'm upset. Like mm-hmm. if, um, I'm mad. Uh, I'm upset, but there are aspects of my life, like in front of certain people mm-hmm. that I'm like, yo, I keep this one close to the chest because I don't know you enough to like be like, you know, just be 100% myself. Yeah. But like we're friends, like I'll, I'll talk to my, uh, my friends about, uh, about deep stuff, but mm-hmm. yeah, it's, it's a, it's a delicate balance when it comes to like expressing yourself. Yeah. When you, when you were raised, like, how how did your your family embrace you know like Ooh. feeling your feelings talking about your feelings or did you feel stress or did you feel like that you had to keep that to yourself? Uh, I I'm from a very eccentric family, like bar none. Uh, I I just met somebody in Austin that was like, hey man, uh, I knew your brother and your family, dude. Y'all were weird people. Oh yeah, and I was like. Oh, what were we? And he was like, yeah, man, like y'all were so strange. Y'all were funny and like just very goofy. And we all got good laughs like from y'all. But like, man, y'all were like aliens. What? And I was like, damn. But for me, I'm. And he was like a neighborhood kid. Like, how did he know your family? Uh, Through Boy Scouts. Oh, okay. we were. I, I was a Boy Scout for a month before my brother got us kicked out. Oh, OK. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, so like this, like you know, uptight, like probably became like an Eagle Scout, like that perfect kid family Mm -hmm. dynamic next to our family. I get that. Mm -hmm. Uh, I was, I was quiet in the home uh, for the most part because everything was so loud that like, I kind of like, that was, I guess my sense of rebellion is like, I'm keeping everything inside. But in school I was a menace, Mm -hmm. right? Like I was the funny kid. I was loud. I was talkative, always in trouble. And then in home, I was polar opposite. Mm. I was the good kid. I was quiet. I didn't say much. Uh, I didn't talk uh, because my brother was such a hard reflection of like everything I didn't want to be. Damn. And my parents were like also like pretty like, oh uh, man. I was like, I don't have much positive things to say or get. So I'm I'm going to just kind of keep it to myself. Wow. Damn, dude. Uh, that's a lot of stress, man. Like, so you felt because your brother was the way he was that you couldn't be like, you know, I, I need to talk about stuff, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It definitely, it, it definitely scared. I always wanted to seem like I was tight. Like I was right. And yeah. I was like, no, that's a I huge stress. Is that, is that a male thing or is that just like a personal, like regardless of male, female, whatever, you as a person just wanted to feel or like come off as I got everything's fine. Every, I got everything together. I didn't want to stress anybody out, wow. you know, because yeah, homeboy was in my, my brother, homeboy was in prison. He was, um, always in trouble. Like my parents, I remember they were wound up and I was like, dude, I don't, I, if I cannot even exist like in their like mindset, except for like, he's doing good. That was a win. 
Damn, that's that's a lot of pressure. Yeah, that's a lot of pressure, man. So you were you not really close to your parents? Uh, no, we're we're close. Um, but definitely closer back then. Like, um, but it was like a. So when my brother got locked up, it was nice actually in a weird fucked up way because mm-hmm. I got to experience that like only child vibe. Oh, which yeah, which I really enjoyed. What age was that? What, what age were you when you were the only child vibe? Maybe fourteen to eighteen. Mm. Fourteen to eighteen or so. See, that's weird. That's because that's around the age where you don't want to be around your parents. That's well, the kind of age where like you kind of like yeah, separate yourself from the parents. They well, they own their own business. Uh huh. And so I was an employee. So I kind of in a in a weird way I felt valued. Uh, nice. Because I was like, but I've always had a weird like um, employee uh, sense of like my parents. My parents. I have this mm. joke I used to say. I was like, man, fuck living with your managers. <laughs> yeah. That's not that far from the truth. Yeah. So it's like I I respect them. I like them, but also I, if I get away from them, like, oh man, what a dream. Yeah. Uh, damn. So the three questions that I have are. Um, what is something that you're afraid of? Like, what's something that, you know, fear, anxiety? What is something that you deal with with that? Uh, what is something that you worry about? You know, what causes you stress? And what's something that you don't like about yourself? Like, any type of moments, uh, self-loathing. And these these could be from any time, whether it's something that you went through before or something that you're going through currently, whether it's, like, what you feared before, what you worried about before, or present, you know, however you want to talk about, it, you know, uh, and then like maybe like how how do you use your, you know, your sense of humor to kind of deal with all those things uh, separately together, all that stuff. And they could all be with because it's under the same umbrella, you know, mm. the fear, the worry and the self-loathing could all be the same, the same thing. Yeah, they are. That is an intertwined question. Yeah, it could be separate, or it could be one of the same. All, all, all the same uh, thing. Uh, what interests you about? Like, that's a, this is a cool idea for a podcast, uh, especially kind of revolved around that. What interests you uh, in asking that stuff? Well, especially for 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 dudes, you know, we got to be like, we got to be men. We got to be dudes. Nope. You know, it's it's not. You're not supposed to talk about your your feelings. You're not supposed to like let people know like, "Hey man, I'm not doing too good." You know? Yeah, yeah. And uh, that's that's a toxic thing and I hate to say toxic masculinity thing, but that's something that like we need to like kind of separate from, you know? We all go through shit. We all feel these things and we all feel like we we shouldn't feel like we need to brush it under the rug, hide it, not face it, not deal with it put it off until it becomes too too big of a problem yeah you know and when you when you talk about stuff whether it's stuff that you went through before or whether it's stuff you're going through currently it takes the sting out of it you know like i've never told anybody this Mm. and now that i said out loud it's not as bad as i thought it was like damn dude you ate grass too (laughs) (laughs) so hold one more time uh what scares me? What worries me? Uh, yeah, what's something? What, what's something that you fear? What's something that you worry about? And what's something that you don't like about yourself? Oh, God! Can I answer right now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is yeah, yeah. This is what we're doing. <laughs> so, um, what I don't like about myself is my inconsistencies. Inconsistencies of what? In what? Um. Well, for the most part, that I'm like I'm hot. I'm I'm cold. In like 
we were talking about earlier, like, oh man, that was Tuesday, Justin, right? Like, yeah. as far as like, I'll be social and outgoing and yeah. I want attention. I'm like, kind of, I'm like craving it uh, one day and the next day, I just want to lay in the cut. I want to chill. Yeah. I don't really want to talk. Like, I'll be passive. I, I'm happy to be the quiet person in a conversation, just kind of like an intake sport. Mm -hmm. uh, um, and even in comedy, right? Like, when I'm on stage, I'm like, if I'm feeling excited, I'm bringing heat. Mm -hmm. uh, like, I think I'm funnier, like, louder. I'm giving the audience more. If I'm uh, insecure uh, regarding anything, then it's like, oh, man, they can feel that. Like, mm -hmm. which is a bit of like a, oh, I, I get everyone has that inconsistency. We're all a spectrum of a person. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, wearing your like your face on your sleeve that hard, mm -hmm. it's so apparent. You're like, man, dude, how how can you be that different from day to day? I mean, it's I get what you're talking about. You know, like as as far as like sometimes you don't feel like being happy go lucky or you don't feel like being yeah. The life of the party type of stuff, you know? But for a comedy, it's tough because you always got to be funny. Yeah. Right? And so always being on, that's a big inconsistent. Like, if that's something you want to be consistent on. Yeah. It's like you always got to be available comedically mm -hmm. where it's like, man, I'm not feeling it. And it's like, dude, well, you better start getting in a rhythm or start getting comfortable, uncomfortable. Yeah. Is that something that's new? Like the inconsistencies? Like, is there like, is it, you know something that happened earlier on in your day that at night it still carries over you know mm, it could be like uh like i like all oh, you'll have a good set and then the next mic you'll have a bad set mm -hmm. and in the middle of the set something will flip maybe a joke doesn't work and the rest of the day is kind of riding that last like emotion yeah right like if you do good you're feeling confident you feel like oh i'm this is this is it doesn't even have to be that like um, like our, our mutual friend passed away. Right. Mm -hmm. So I it was on the day of my birthday that I got that news. So I'm feeling I'm feeling hot. I'm feeling good, excited. People are sending me like nice messages uh, and I'm in sales. Right. So it's like it's a very, uh, you know, talking to people oriented, get bad news, uh, terrible news, bomb the rest of the, my meetings where it's mm. like, man, everyone's like, oh, I don't even want to talk to you. I'm like, I don't want to talk to you either. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then, right, uh, you know, I'm just waiting for the next thing to kind of kick me out of a rut, mm -hmm. right? Like someone have good news, someone tell a funny joke, right? Like uh, that kind of like, um, I don't know, it's like I need like external pushes for my own um, state of being. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? No, it, it totally makes sense, man. It totally makes sense. Like I found out at an early age that I can't, I can't separate things. You said, like, if something bad happens in your morning, it's going to bleed over into your lunch. It's going to bleed over into your evening and all that stuff. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I can't separate stuff. When I was a kid, I, I used to be able to separate stuff. Uh, that, that lunchable mentality where you're just <laughs> like, the cheese goes over here. <laughs> like, and that, I kind of, I try to do that. Like, okay, if I'm going out, then the stuff that happens at home doesn't, I don't take that with me there, you know? There's some nights where I'm I'm able to do that, but the, for the most part, it's just like if I feel like shit in the morning, more than likely I'm gonna feel like shit at night. You know, I can't I can't separate stuff. You know, I remember, man, this is this is gonna be this is gonna sound weird, or it's gonna make me sound really bad. <laughs> but 
my parents separated when I was in the fifth grade, right? Something like that. That's a big year fall age. And, uh, but so that was happening at home. Mm -hmm. So when I go to school, I'm fucking happy. I'm not at home. This is school, Pat. Yes. You know, I'm in, I'm in school, Pat mode. Nobody knows what's going on with me at home. It's fine. I could be happy now. You know, I'm not, I, I wasn't even thinking about home. One of my classmates, her father and my father were friends. And so she says, hey, my dad said that yeah, our parents are getting divorced. I'm not going to tell nobody, but we were in line to go to lunch. And she said that to me in front of all my classmates. I'm not going to tell anybody. Hey. <laughs> yeah, my dad, my dad said that your parents are getting divorced, and he said that not to tell nobody. So I'm not going to tell nobody. But she said this in front of everybody, and I fucking saw red. I was like, you you mixed my worlds up. Ooh, this yeah, is yeah. school pat, not home pat. And now you, you brought home pat to school, and I'm just like, ah. Because up until that point, I, I believed that separate scenarios, separate scenes meant, okay, I'm different now. I feel different now. I think different now. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. And it's also, I love your reaction too, because you're like, uh, like, oh man, you made me home, Pat. You won't like home, Pat. And then you went the Hulk. Yeah, and and I realized like where wherever you go, there you are. Yeah, you know, like you can't. I I, I wish I wish I still had that. And I and I think if that situation never happened, I would never know that you can't separate home life, school life, night life. You know, all that stuff. Because some people could do that. When they're at work, they're a certain person. Yeah. When they're at at the comedy club, they're a different person. Because they can separate their lives. With me, that's when I realized everything's going to bleed into everything. And I was so destroyed because I was just like, how did you, what? That's That's a different world. And now all my worlds are combined. Of course, all my worlds are combined. You know, like it's it, it's the same wherever I go. You know. Well, I think that that's a benefit. I think as far as being a genuine person, right? Because you meet people and you're just like, man, why you're not like this all the time, right? Yeah. Like, you pro, you probably bring a like more of a like a consistent tone. Yeah. Because well, because of like the hey, this is how I am at work. I'm this my my world's blended. Yeah. Right. So you're more of like a holistic person where it's like, oh man, this person's like Harvey Dent where it's like, oh man, I'm off work. Boom. Let's party. Yeah. 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 yeah, like, yeah. Uh, the, the, well, maybe that means your job's fucked up. <laughs> if you're going to be like that, but it could, I mean, I, I still do that. Like I'll separate places here and there, but in, in the back of my mind, I was like, you're this, you're, you're, you're not, being genuine you know you didn't forget about all that stuff so that whole thing with you like be, being inconsistent with like i feel it i don't feel it you know i'm I'm in i'm thinking about something that doesn't matter to this situation this scene this moment it's still still bugging bugging me from before and I, you're carrying that over I mean, it's just, it's it's hard not to do that stuff. I think sometimes we do use, you know, going to the mics, go, are doing shows to kind of like separate ourselves from the real life, the real day-to-day that's going on. Mm-hmm. You know, we use that as a tool to, to, to kind of like, you know, like separate ourselves from 
from everything else. You know, this is my vacation from the rest of my life. Yeah. The four minutes, the 10 minutes, the whatever that I'm doing on stage. Do you feel weird when like um, those were like, have you had like coworkers come out and see you or your wife or like, no, you well, know? My, my wife. Yeah. But like a lot of people from, from work, they don't know I do comedy and all that stuff. Oh yeah, dude. I made the biggest mistake like right off of the rip. Like, cause when you first start, you're excited and you're like, oh yeah, I'm yeah. you get your first laugh and you're just delusional in yeah. so many ways. Like. You always associate like your standard with the best, like your best performance, right? Mm-hmm. Which, I, in a weird way, I still do. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm like, yeah, come out and see me. Like I do good and stuff. And like, yeah, I did all right. Like it wasn't like I wasn't awesome, like the greatest. Uh, but I was like, yeah, I I was telling people, yeah, I do comedy. Yeah, you can ch- check me out like anytime. Mm-hmm. Um, nowadays, which is weird because now I'm better, mm-hmm. but I have the realization of. I'm okay, but I know I'm going to be embarrassed of who I am uh, and my art a year from now. I'd rather you see me a year from now. Oh, okay. Mentality. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. And so now the opposite where I'm like, okay, I made the mistake. I showed my hand too early. I want to make sure that like I can play the game before Mm -hmm. like inviting everybody out. Mm -hmm. Um, That's, that's been my mentality. I think it's really helped lately. Yeah, because now people are like, "Hey, when's your next show?" And like now, I've been like, the people that ask me, I'll send it to them. Yeah, but only if they ask. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. So going back to that, the inconsistency. I don't like. You don't. You don't like that. It is something I don't like about myself because, I, I guess I want to like daisy chain good days, right? Yeah. Um. And but if you're not you're not feeling it, you're not feeling it. You know, like it, it, you're 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 being genuine. Yeah. You know, I don't think it's like inconsistency as far as like you know, good Justin, bad Justin. You know, like it's just who you are that day. You know, it's real. You're being real with yourself, and you're being real with with everybody else. You know, like I'm not feeling it today, man. Yeah. You know, I don't think it's a bad thing. You. Would, is that a social pressure? Like you feel socially you want to be seen a certain way or you want people to think of you as a certain way all the time? Yeah, like cuz we all have it where we're like, "Oh man, I'm this is a this is a good day. Like I'm feeling it. I'm feeling social like um I guess I'd like a different motor where I have where I'm like, "Oh man, I'd like to consistently be a little more high energy. I'd consistently yeah. like to be um, more socially comfortable, like speaking with people. Mm -hmm. And I'm almost like chasing the dragon of like those moments of like, oh, I'm having a good time. I'm uh, enjoying this conversation. I'm feeling a little more aggressive uh, in conversation. Mm -hmm. Uh, And all those things, they start to like spike like people's enjoyment of me Mm -hmm. instead of being like a very low note kind of person. And I'm, I'm not a low guy mm-hmm. by any means, but like I would prefer if I could just be, and I guess I've been like this with life. I wish I could be a little taller. I could, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like I, I don't want to be like at the top, but it's like where I'm at. I just want to be a little bit better. And, but isn't that a good thing to have? Isn't that like a motivation? It is. It is. You know? And that's why I still go out, right? Like yeah. if I if I let that shit eat at me to uh like a crippling level, yeah. then I would have quit comedy. 
right? Because I'm mm. like, man, why can't I ever be as good as like the best version of me? Instead of like, shit, I told that really well, or man, that was a really fun night. I'm I'm chasing that. Yeah. Do you ever think about quitting? Um, I mean, if I don't think you're being real, if you if it doesn't cross your mind a little bit, yeah, like. Every day. <laughs> Not every day, but like... Every time before I go on stage. <laughs> I don't want to do this. I hate this. Yeah. Um, when, no, I yeah, feel yeah, robo- yeah. when I feel robotic and I'm just like... Uh, like we do, we've done the dojo uh, uh, together. And that's like a, a weekly thing where we're like writing jokes and mm-hmm. stuff. And like sometimes you're kind of like uh, piggybacking on the last week topic. Mm-hmm. And if I'm not feeling creative where I'm like... Dude, it's been a full week and I haven't had one like interesting thought that I can like make funny. Mm. That shit eats at me. That really? like I want to be a fountain of like constantly generating um like jokes. I mean, I want quick wins and fail fast. Yeah. And I get married to like the stuff that I do and I'm like I like this. Like mm-hmm. I want it to work. It's not working, but I want it to work. So, yeah, I mean I forgot what my premise was, but yeah, I, I I want to like constantly uh keep keep doing stuff. Yeah. Uh what's something that that causes you anxiety? What's something that that you fear? Which is this one's kind of blending into like what I'm worried about. Um I have a big fear of kind of like becoming um a lot like my brother cuz me and my mm. brother outside of our elements we're very similar. I just have a lot of um restraint. He has no restraint. So like I'm scared. But um, you're aware that it's inside you. Yes. So like when we're when we're happy, we're talking to each other because I mean, we're friends, right? Like me and my brother, you got to be friends with your, your brother to some degree, right? Uh, as much time as you spend with each other. And I'm sitting there. I'm just like, I'll have these like kind of step back moments where I'm like, damn, we're similar in like our humor and like the stuff that gets us interested and like our excitement and like we both were fighters growing up and then i start thinking i was like damn if you didn't get in trouble first i would have for sure gone the same path i would have gotten in trouble yeah so i'm i'm scared of in a weird way kind of like uh like the guilt of like fuck man if i didn't have a roadmap kind of going through i'm scared of not having a roadmap Right. Because he fucked up and I said, booby trap there, booby trap there. Don't join a gang. Um, right. Uh, don't get into fighting. Don't don't steal. Because I was doing, you know, well, not a, a, as hardcore, but like I was doing all those things until he got in trouble. And then I'd, die, I'd make hard lefts. Mm. Right. I was a big I stole a lot of shit growing up. PSP is like uh, statue limitations best. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but um Doing all that shit, he, when he got busted, I stopped cold turkey and all that stuff. He joined a gang. I really wanted to. I wanted to be in the same thing. Like, you know, I'm just like that stray puppy that like is like kind of following like, yeah. uh, a little kid. And I was like, he when he got in trouble, I was like, no, nah, I'm not doing that shit. Um, he was in fighting. I wanted to fight. He beat up a homeless guy and robbed him. I was like, man, fight is not even that cool. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, I, I'm scared of not having a roadmap. And now that I'm in a... Uh, an ad, and not even a roadmap of like what to do, but what not to do. And now that I'm an adult, I'm like, oh man, I kind of locked myself in a box in quarantine in my own personality because I'm scared of, hey, if I just am a free person, yeah, what happens? 
what happens? Am I going to do drugs? Am I going to do, you know, because I've seen it. Yeah. And I know that personality through an external person. Uh-huh. So that freaks me out. That is sharks. How Okay, the sharks things, I, that, I get that. But like the roadmap, the need to have a roadmap. The scare, the um, the fear of not having something to like base decisions off of, of, uh, in a weird way, it's like the a fear of the unknown, right? Mm-hmm. Of, uh, like, man, you want to you want to experience things. People will be like, hey, man, you want to like, uh, I've done it. like, hey, you want to go to Dallas? And I was like, fuck, what am I gonna do in Dallas, right? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. they're like, oh yeah, we're gonna party. Like, uh, I got friends that were like, hey, man, you want to like, um, you want to go out and drink? And I asked, I was like. What do you think tonight's gonna be? And then we're like, oh, maybe like a five, like getting drunk, we'll Uber home, and then we're doing shrooms at like three a.m. Right? And I'm just <laughs> yeah. like, dude, where's the limit for me? Yeah, you know. So I'm, I'm always, I'm scared of myself because I don't know what I want to do until yeah. it's like it's in front of me. So that scares me. You're not that time. impulsive. You're not like you know in the moment type of thing. Like let's, I, if fucking get wild. Yeah, if I don't have like a little bit of like a, I guess I don't really have like a lot of pullback, and I'm getting better at it. Like mm-hmm. I'm not like, like now, the bet the best thing that's ever happened in my life is getting sleepy at twelve. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? <laughs> because otherwise, I go all night. Like when I was younger, I wanted to go all night every day. Like, uh, that that was fun. Right? Yeah. I remember it was like I had like a period in my life where I was like the night doesn't even start until it's twelve, yeah, right, yeah. And now that like, man, I'm tired. Like that has literally changed my whole life. You're too fucking young to feel that old, dude. That's no, no. I mean, well, well, like like at the Tiger, I got that at two, right? Yeah, where I'm like, uh, I'm chilling, but like two years ago, it was four. Yeah, you know, like, and so when I say twelve is exaggeration, yeah, but yeah, yeah, like, but like on a weekday or so, and like I'm waking up at six, like seven, like you know, that like the boundaries are helping, right? So like having a job is a good roadmap. Yeah, <laughs> like oh, I know what I want to do tomorrow, and that's not be hung over at work. Yeah, right. So limitations, I guess, is a good way to put it. You know, like roadmap because when you say roadmap, I'm thinking like you're thinking like you're two-year plan, your five-year plan, your 10-year plan. I thought, like, you were trying to roadmap, like, your entire life. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're yeah. just trying to keep yourself out of trouble. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Maybe like a compass, right? Like, or, yeah, yeah. <laughs> come on, man. This is a strictly map-based podcast. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Welcome to Map with Pet. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, do, do, you, do you have, like, life plans, like a roadmap of, like, uh, like a time... Like, okay, by two years and five years and ten years. I did that shit with comedy the other day. I was texting George Anthony, and I just, I felt a little inspired. I was listening to your podcast, right? And I Mm. felt a little inspired, and I was like, I've got some questions that I want to ask the guy. Mm. And I just kind of, like, asked him, like, hey, what are things that, like, help you make jumps? Like, I'm trying to, like, boost myself to another level. And he pretty much told me, he was like, well, you know, hey, know what you want to do what are your goals think about that shit uh mm-hmm. and then uh and so uh, not not really his words but like obsess about what you want to do mm-hmm. and i'm like dude i don't think about that stuff like no i, I don't really think about don't. that either i'm so like I, i'm so devil in the detail like i want this tag to work i want this to work i want to get a laugh here yeah and i'm sitting i'm like man 
it would be nice to be like in five years i want to be a local headliner feature right you know mm. what i mean like mm. so i'm like this this would be like my ambitious goals and i'm okay if i don't hit them mm -hmm. but i want to try like I, I want something that i can like strive for so yeah i mean that goals are something that i historically have never done that mm. i want to get into yeah and not like i can't be the like year resolution guy i've tried <laughs> Yeah, I can't do that. Like, I used to be stoked about New Year's. Like, oh, we're going to do this, that, the other. And now I'm just like, it's just another day, dude. Yeah. You know? And that's why, like, I don't want to put too much stress on, like, what I want from comedy. Because I don't want to wind There's up. too much uncertainty there, too. Yeah. And I don't want to wind up, like, hating comedy, you know, for not giving me the things that I thought I was going to get, you know, within six months, a year, and all that stuff. I just want to be better at it at comedy that's my only goal right now i don't have anything like as far as you know i mean i want to get booked more but i want to i want people to book me because they they know i'm funny and all i could do is like just be funnier yeah, you know because yeah, yeah. I, I i don't i don't want to set myself up for disappointment like if i set so many comedy goals and i don't reach them then then maybe i'm i'm doing something wrong or it'll be more clear and the proof will be there on writing in paper that like well you're not living up to your 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 end of the deal you yeah, know yeah. you set up all these these goals and none of them are getting checked off what are you fucking doing you don't think that having that um that goal though makes it tangible instead of being like i want to get better and you just have this magnet with no time there is there's a safety safety part of it uh, and you're you're protecting yourself by saying i just want to be better because what does that mean yeah you know what i mean it's so vague i know it's so vague but at the same time you're just like what's well, still a goal you know i just want to get better well better better than what better than yesterday yeah you know because ah, I'm just I have a real hard time putting too much pressure on myself because I'll automatically feel that I've failed myself. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you you just you just never know. But I I don't I don't regret you know because there was oh I wish I started sooner I wish I started you know in my early twenties I mean I I I don't think I would have I would have been the same way on stage or even had the same drive if I was doing comedy before. Because I did music and because I did all that stuff, it, it sort of helps me. It carries over as far as, like, the work ethic and what I want out of it and, you know, the little the little things matter more to me because I know, cause I know about all that stuff from, yeah. from being in bands and all that stuff. Yeah, but, that, that's, that's nice, man. And... There's a lot of similarities, right? Like, you think? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's performing. It's a performing art, you know, quote-unquote art. Uh, you know, you got to rehearse with bands. You got to go to open mics for comedy, you know. You want to do as many shows, and you want to get Do you get wish booked. there was a rehearsal for uh, for open mics where it's like you don't have to do the dog shit stuff? You can just, like, then, like... No, it's the same. It's it it, 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 it That's rehearsing. Okay. Going to open mics, trying out new jokes in front of drunk people that don't want to listen. That's that's rehearsing, you yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's 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 just part of the process. 
And that's why, like, I don't understand people that are so quick to stop doing open mics. They just, they just don't. It's painful for a lot of people, right? Like, and it was something that I had. To it's supposed to be with. painful. Yeah. It's supposed to be painful. It's supposed to make you want to work harder. It's supposed to make you like write better. Why didn't this work? Did I use too many words? Am I using the wrong words? You know, how else are you going to figure that out in, in front of people that don't give a shit? You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, if you can make, make people that don't give a shit listen for a second, laugh at one thing, then you got you got something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? Because when people are at shows, at comedy shows, and they're sitting there for comedy, and they're just like, they get it, you're like, and they fucking react positively. You're like, yeah, that drunk dude helped me out with that. You know, <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe you have that that realization. I'm usually just like, man, I wish I had you guys instead of that drunk dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's a good way to think about it, dude. But I don't know, man. I mean, it, it some days it sucks that like I'm the oldest of the the group. You know, as far as like the young the young comics, the new comics. I guess that's the best the best way to put it. The newer comics. Mm-hmm. It does suck sometimes, you know, and, and, and before it used to be embarrassing to go to open mics and hang out with a bunch of like 20 year olds and stuff. Yeah, yeah. But then you see people that have been in it for 10 years and they're garbage. <laughs> and you're just like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, okay. as long as I'm not that guy, like yeah. I'll, I'll use that person as right, my roadmap. As long as I'm not that guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's like this exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wait. You should do yeah, I know a lot of people that are ten years in that I'm like, man, how did I pass you? Yeah. Like how? Where like physically, how? The time and the effort. Yeah. And then you see and you're like, Oh, you've been doing that same joke that don't work for five years? Yeah. But I think on the pod that I did with, with uh, George Anthony, he was like some people just wanna go and hang out. Some people just wanna go and have a good time. Who am I to say, like, don't do that? You know, just because we're working on different things, just because, like, I'm working on getting better, getting booked, maybe recording, and that person just wants to get out of the house. They're hanging out with friends. Hanging out and just, you know, go on stage and get their kicks off of that, you know. Just because we're working on two different things doesn't mean that he's wasting his time or that I'm wasting my time or that she's, they are wasting time, you know. Just because we're all sort of kind of doing the same thing doesn't mean that we're all doing the same thing. Damn, man. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I never really thought about it. Like, that. It's like I play pickup basketball. But I'm not trying to make the NBA. Yeah. Uh, well, I got a couple people that I got to tell them they don't suck anymore. <laughs> yeah. You should quit playing basketball in the park. What? You're never going to fucking make <laughs> You're it, You're never going to make it, dude. Like, I just wanted to get out of the house. <laughs> <laughs> you you just started picking this up. You're 35. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Loser. You're a fucking loser. Uh, what's something you worry about? I mean, to me, honestly, they're blended subjects. Mm-hmm. Is um, the fear of the unknown exactly that like i just moved to austin Mm -hmm. what's my social experience gonna be am i gonna be liked Mm -hmm. uh i mean a lot of just you know the 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 pure anxiety of 
of meeting people, getting on stage, reclimbing. It's like climbing a ladder you can't see the top of, mm-hmm. right? And so, yeah, I, I I would say the in the same thing of like kind of what I fear, I worry about the the unknown of kind of what I'm on. Right. Like maybe it's maybe readdress the goals. Like my goal, right, is to get to the NBA. I want to be a working comic. I want this to be a portion of my life that Mm -hmm. I want to be on for the long term. Right. Mm -hmm. Uh, I don't know. Right. Like is is that the end or is it like you're good, but you're not a national headliner or you're Mm -hmm. like my goal is not to be Chappelle. My goal is to be Mark Norman. Right. You know, where it's like, okay, I can, this can be, this can be an income. This can be a revenue. This can be a lifestyle. Uh, that's what I worry about. Right. Mm. I worry about how long am I climbing a ladder for that you can't see the end of. But isn't it, but it's a constant climb. It is a constant climb. And like those guys are still climbing the ladder. Yeah. And actually that's, you made me feel, I'm sure there's a big part of this, this pod, right? You made me feel really good when you're like, not everyone's there doing it the same thing, and it's okay to readjust. And mm-hmm. like, um, like I, I still have the same goal when I start. When I started first day of comedy, I got a laugh on stage, mm-hmm. and I was like, I can do this in my life mm-hmm. long term. I could be a headliner, right? Mm-hmm. It took me another month to get a laugh as good as that first month. Yeah, you know. Yeah, and so. Right. Like I've, I've been on the same like kind of path, that same goal. Um, yeah. So it's kind of the unknown. I have a, I have an end destination and a, you know, a middle that I have zero clue what I'm doing because mm-hmm. there's, n- there's no path for this. You just, mm-hmm. you just kind of go until uh, eventually you pop and people pop on podcasts. Mm-hmm. They pop on stage. They pop in TV. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, I don't, I don't know what I'm doing. Also, a uh, big thing that worries me is, is there anything about me that's special enough to even have a pop, mm-hmm. right? Do I have that pop potential? So that unknown element is in my head more than I care to admit. And that's something I don't like talking about either. Yeah. Uh, that, that was a big thing that you just said. Like, is there something in me that is worth popping? Or how would you say it? Yeah, you know, pop out cherry. <laughs> but can you pop me? <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's like what what is my draw? Uh, I mean, like, do you know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, it doesn't. I don't, a, I don't even want you to answer. <laughs> no, that's a tough question because I mean, what is anybody's draw? Yeah, you know, I mean, just just being being funny. I think it's you, all. I mean, kind of like lizard natural. Like, I don't know why, but that guy's got it. Like his vibe attracts my tribe, right? Yeah. Uh, that's that's kind of what I'm going. That's to. a lot of pressure you're putting on yourself. As far as like, do I have something? You know, like is is there is there a pop to me or whatever? You know, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Is there something about me that people that will sell tickets? Yeah, cause, you know? well, because I think of, and it is a lot of pressure, but it's something that I almost think about. Like, if someone is going to work with me, they're probably thinking that too. Does this guy have potential to bring people here? Right. When you, when you when you think about all this stuff, it what else do you want to do besides perform comedy? Like what what is your end goal? Are you, do you want to do TV? Do you want to do writing? 
or do you want to just be a performer or whatever will be will be i want the what i want is the last one i want the mindset of you know hey i'm on a catapult that hasn't been launched yet where i land is what happens Mm -hmm. but like uh in my head, like, yeah, I, I want to do podcasts. I want to do stand up. Um, writing is is great. I barely like a write for myself, so probably, uh, yeah, I know myself. I'm not a yeah a, a natural writer. Um, but also, you know, I want to be happy outside of stand up. Like in the event that, like, yeah. like that's the hardest thing is like how that's do you balance hard. how do you balance a life of stand up with work yeah with relationships yeah you know we just got a cat god damn it <laughs> yeah which is awesome but all you know it's just you're you have a bandwidth right like i don't want to be 1000 percent obsessed with what i do that i am not a person that is you know what what is justin oh he's a comedian and they're like oh yeah like what else does he do is play golf play basketball mm. like was he got a girlfriend you know like I want that that shit to be like holistic where it's like, oh, he's a full person and that is one big strain of his life. Yeah. Yeah. Finding the balance is, is so tough. Yeah. Especially with relationships, with people that have with kids, you know, work. It's like the, that work-life balance. Some people struggle with like, I have a job and a family. Yeah. We have two. Yeah. We have an income maker. And then we have our passion project and then we have like, you know, so it's like yeah. we've divided our lives into thirds, Yeah, which realistically it's kind of half because we can't get away from making money yeah. right now. No, we're not, I need to pay bills somehow. We got to pay bills. So the people that are taking it, like they're making big sacrifices. So it's yeah. like this stuff eats me alive. So, uh, but it's fun. <laughs> the the, the yeah, rush is fun. The rush is fun. You know, the is this a is this going to turn into something? Like for me, all I love podcasting and I love stage time. You know, I don't see my I'm not I'm not going to be in TV or movies and you know, I don't want to be an actor. I don't want to be in front of the camera like that, you know. I can see you as an extra in the longest yard. I can be an extra as fuck. I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm extra as fuck. Dude. Dog. Dog, put me in the back. Like, yeah, I, I could extra. Yeah, yeah. Extra the shit. I could see you shit. as like cartel number five. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Man with burger. <laughs> you know? Hey, Hector, get the chain. And you bring the chain and yeah. you're just like. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But no, that's, I mean, yeah, just podcast and, and stage time. That's all I'm focused on right now. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's easy. Like, I can't, like, people that want so much more, it's just like, man, you're setting yourself up for a lot of heartache, you know? Yeah. It's hard to get away from your own brain that's running, though. Yeah. You know? Like, that's that's actually why I stopped smoking was because I, I get caught in these wormholes that I'm mm. like... I'm literally cannibalizing my own like confidence, mm-hmm. right? So uh, that was yeah, that was, that was big because I was like, oh man, dude, I'm a. To me, I have a hard time finding balance of being surface level and deep, mm-hmm. right? Like, I want to. I don't. I'm sometimes I'm scared to dig because I'm just like, oh man. I was just thinking about that. Are you afraid to to get deep? Well, 
I mean, you've known me for what, four years yeah. or so? Like I'm a pretty surface level guy in conversation, yeah. right? You've asked me one question and I was like, I'm scared of sharks. I'm being my brother. <laughs> <laughs> right? So the brother thing was pretty deep. Yeah. So it's like um, It is it is pretty deep. And so, I, like it makes a lot of sense. Yeah. I, I'm also yeah, I'm am I scared to dig? Not in front of people I trust. Yeah. You know? Which is this is a cool podcast, man. I Thanks, I like I like the idea of it and like you're you're natural at uh, making people comfortable. I feel. Oh well, thank so. you. I I just I I want to normalize. I used to be ashamed about going to therapy, and now I talk about it all the time. I want to normalize people, you know, seeking out therapy, and I want to normalize people checking in with each other. You know, we don't have to put up a front all the time. It sucks. We could be real with our feelings, and we can feel stuff. And we we could also like laugh about it too, you <laughs> know, sure. you know. I mean, that's the whole thing behind you know glass clown. I mean, we're fragile, but we're making fun of shit. Yeah, you know, or at least we try to. We try to make it funny. I'm glad you said that because I had no clue why it was named that. So, oh really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm also I'm not the guy that's gonna ask like what does that mean? Uh, well, because when you tell people that you that you do comedy, you're like, oh, were you the class clown? Yeah, yeah, and I was too. So right, yeah, yeah. and so I just took the class clown thing and I put the glass clown. That, yeah, so that's why it's fragile yeah, and all that stuff. I, I I got the reference of class clown, did not get like the fragile aspect. Yeah, I'm like yeah, yeah, like very easy to break. We're all fragile, dog. Big fragile. We're all fragile. Doug, what's wrong? Yeah. Oh, I'm so fragile. <laughs> <laughs> Don't break me. Just find me funny. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that's what I'm scared. Like I'm scared of like a good heckler, like a a someone being loud. Yeah. I can deal with right. Like, yeah, we've been doing it enough that someone's loud or they're talking yeah. or they they make comments. Like you can deal with it. I'm scared of a good heckler. Yeah. Like you are your brother. <laughs> like, okay, you win. <laughs> cool man. Uh, how you feeling? I feel good, man. I nice. I do. Um, I really like that you talked more. I was a. I was nervous in a weird way that it was going to be like an uh, interrogation because I'm just like, nah, that's, that's a big fear of mine that people feel interrogated. Like, what is, you know, where is your hiding your anxiety? <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, you know, that, and the first thing I, I think I asked was like, hey, what's the interest? And I'm like, I'm like, why did I really just expose that I have like a distrust of people knowing stuff? Yeah. But yeah, like that. I like that, man. I like, it, was, it was very comfortable, very open. Cool, man. Cool, man. Yeah, thanks for having me. No, thanks for doing this. Uh, replugs, everything, uh, shout-outs, anything that you got going on, go ahead and give it to Yeah, Justin Byers, just my name uh, as is, Twitter, Justin uh, O. Byers, and then uh, the Loose Handles podcast, sports yeah, comedy podcast. It's going to be fucking awesome. Uh, one thing, a- aspect of my life that is big, it's kind of hard to talk about in comedy because it's kind of a niche subject to some degree is sports. I mean, that's been like a foundational rock of like interest and kind of like bringing joy to my life. Yeah. Uh, so kind of com- kind of combining my two loves into like a, a cocktail. That's been like uh, something that I'm more I'm almost more excited to do that than stand up or like do uh, feature sets. Like, yeah. That's been like, oh, man. Also just being able to talk out more stuff is always fun. We're 
Yeah, no, we'd man. love to talk. No, it's going to be good. I think it's a good thing. It doesn't have to be a comedy thing. I mean, if you have other interests, fucking pot about that. Yeah, yeah. You know? Stuck for that, dude. That's going to be good. Uh, thanks for doing this, man. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna, we're going to run another thing, but all right. Later.